Welcome to this week's episode of Good Guys Bad Takes podcast brought to you from my bedroom. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I'll keep that. Welcome to this week's episode of Good Guys Bad Takes. James Paxton is officially a New York Yankee. Oh. <laughs> Pretty good joke. <laughs> I'm hooting. I guess. I don't think I can pass. So what do you think of that trade? The Canadian MLB pitcher who pitched a no-hitter last year for the Seattle Mariners is officially a... The Mariners. Officially a the New Seattle York Mayonnaise. I always call them the Mariners. Yeah, the Seattle Mariners. Well, you shouldn't. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a wrong name. Yeah, it is. Um... I think it's um, long-term outlook. It's going to be a steal. What did the they? What did they get for him? Justice Sheffield, Yankees number one <clears throat> overall prospect and MLB ranked thirty-first overall prospect. Uh, the Yankees twenty-second overall prospect and some other dude. Okay, so quite a bit for a uh, uh, pitcher who's not going to be your ace. Maybe not going to be your three. ace. And in his career, he's never pitched more than 160 innings. Well, and he's uh, 30, 30? He's 30. Yeah, 30. So it's not like he's young. Would you trade for a runner that only runs three legs of the race? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Would you trade for a three-legged runner? It depends. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think Paxton's going to bust. He's, he's going to have high expectations. He's, he's always been like, okay. Never, but he's never, he's just never pitched enough. 160 innings, not enough. Well, um, not to talk about a rival podcast, but the GM of the Seattle Mariners has a podcast that he does weekly. And I was listening to that over the summer after he pitched the perfect game. He can't mention how Paxton's really improved in the last year because of like sports science and things like that. So I'm curious if uh, the Yankees will turn that up or if, like you said, it'll just bust. Well, the, the Astros actually wanted him, but the reason they didn't get him is because they wouldn't include their top pitching prospect. Okay, so. So if the Astros wanted him. Yeah, he, maybe. He's a new age pitcher. New well, age pitcher? He's a, he's a statistical millennial nerd book kind of guy. So. Yeah, gang from Canada. I think he's from Delta, BC. Delta, Delta. Okay. Um. Yeah, so he's but is the Yankees department as good? I don't think it is. Stats department? I don't think it's good. They, good. You are required to have a PhD to work in their sabermetrics department. Yeah, but they suck. Like the Astros is clearly clearly superior. Yeah, but don't undercut the Yankees. They're good too. Their pitchers sucked balls last year. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. So like you can't say that they are make molding pitchers well, thank to be you. better it's, than they you are. You need a PhD to work in their sabermetrics. So that's like stats, not necessarily the sports science side, which Houston's been good at. So they need to improve that, I guess. I don't really know much about their sports science department. Yeah, I you know I got a PhD too. <laughs> you couldn't see that look. That was really bad podcast material. Got PhD, pretty, pretty something. So a tweet <laughs> I read this week from uh, locked accounts. I'm not going to credit them. Said. If you cover baseball in a beat writer capacity and you don't know basic Spanish, you're doing your job. You aren't doing your job properly. 
So, hot take. Do you agree that every beat writer ever should know Spanish? Yeah. Great take. Should, should every beat writer also know Japanese and um, and every single language that might be used in a clubhouse? I think that every reporter should know at least five languages, you know? Yeah. If you're not the fluent minimum. in five, then you should probably work at McDonald's. Just the minimum. Yeah. yeah. Like, frankly, we should be doing this podcast in five languages. It's kind of a shame that we aren't. I feel yeah. like we're not being... Um, Do you know, like, how in the WWE, at every event ever, they show the broadcast from different languages? Mm-hmm. That's what this podcast should be like. We do 20 minutes of English, and 20 minutes of Spanish, and 20 minutes of, uh, like, Russian, and 20 minutes of Mandarin, yeah. and just get it done. Get her done. I think that would uh, appeal to a diverse audience. Yeah. If you agree, please write us a tweet in a different language. And then we'll so have we'll to know. figure it out. So we'll know. And then we'll have to learn. Speaking about uh, different languages, last baseball thing, uh, the MLB Samurai Japan series, the baseball series that Kevin Pillar was in, is over. Uh, why, are you, why are you saying Kevin Pillar was in? There's a lot of other people in it, too. Uh, and the catcher for the Seattle Mariners, JT. No, he's not a Mariners catcher. He's a Marlins catcher. Marlins catcher. Uh, anyways, the yeah, I didn't know how to pronounce his last name. Anyway, so the series is done, and Japan won five, and the MLB won one. So, is baseball going to be taken over by Japan? The MLB called themselves the All-Stars when they brought over pitching staff that stinks. They brought over Real Muto, who's an All-Star, Acuna, and Soto, who are going to be All-Stars. And then they... Like there were some good players on the team, but that definitely was well, not even like a top. I'm five, curious if the MPB, like the the Japanese team, I'm curious if that, like, was that their best? Like, was it Japan's best versus the uh, states and I guess Canada's mediocre? Well, they had a couple All Star. They had they faced the Giants. They faced like one local team. Yeah, they in a and then they faced like, an All Star team for like they, a series, right? Yeah, six against the national team. Yeah. And then uh, they did an exhibition against the Chinese team and an exhibition against the, I think, Tokyo Giants. Yeah. Of the MPB. Which is like the Yankees of the MPB. They beat the Giants. Yeah, I think so. They probably beat the Chinese team. Yeah. I'm really really sad. I tried to watch those games, actually, after we talked about them last week. And I could not find a single way to watch them. They weren't broadcast on Sportsnet. I couldn't find anywhere that streamed them. So I had to give up. I, I was really sad. I wanted to you watch them. Can't find it on Reddit. Can't find it on Reddit. No, the um, games were at five o'clock Eastern Standard Time, five in the morning Eastern Standard. Oh, like, you're up that early? No, but I wanted to watch them. Um, I was hoping that Sportsnet would broadcast them later, or just saw on a video on demand on their mm-hmm. Sportsnet Now service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, so it sucks. Life sucks. Yeah. Do you have I any um, baseball? Yeah, give some recognition to. Mookie, the MVP, and Yelich, the MVP. Big MVP guys. Uh, both on our fantasy teams. Yeah, I drafted GMs Mookie, and he drafted uh, Yelich. So we both owned uh, MVP. So even though we didn't win the league, we still kind of won the league. We're GMs of the year, I think. Now, if we could have picked the rest of our team just as well as that. Uh, I also picked... Uh, well, no, you to- told me about uh, Therese. And he was good. Who? 
Torres. It's his first name. Gabriel Torres. Gabriel. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> you do. Oh, I, do, I don't know. Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres. So I had it right. Anyway, so Glaber Torres. So It's funny how I know good. everything and I help everybody else and then I never win myself. Uh, you just need to uh, get some of that like underhanded commissioner shit going where, oh, I guess that trade went through. I don't know why you accidentally dropped him. I could rig the league for myself. That's what you have to do, I guess. You know, com- dirty commissioner. Dirty commissioner. Yeah, so shout out to Mookie and Yelich, big MVPs. And then Blake Snell and D- Jacob DeGrom pulling the Cy Youngs. Doesn't matter. Snell didn't deserve it. Chris Sale did, but whatever. Enjoy it. The DeGrom, antique DeGrom takes were great. The analytics hijacking M- the Major League Baseball. DeGrom, all we should care about is wins. Great. Love it. Who was that guy that said that DeGrom should not have won because of all the nerd statistics, but he should have lost the award because he didn't have enough wins? Yeah, it was. Wins. Um, a team stat. Wins. The guy from Pardon the Interruption. I have a picture of him up, but it doesn't have his name. An idiot. Yeah, that guy was wild take. Could you imagine thinking that pitching wins mean anything? Like anything. I took them out of the fantasy league because they don't mean anything. Yeah, like you might as well measure like it's like if you measured someone's grade, not based on how they did on assignment, but how their roommate did an assignment in another class. Like that's that should be your grade. By association. Yeah, exactly. It's how the rest of your team does in something you go not out that you give you're up doing. one run ten games in a row. Pitch amazing. And your your team scores zero every week. Well, it's, that, that, what does that make you? you then you suck because you you can't hit for your like team two. Like I don't. I, I think it was Degrom who, if the Mets would have scored two runs, they would have had he would have had seventy five percent two runs every game. They would he would have had seventy five percent win ratio. If he, they scored four, they would have went undefeated, or he would have had all wins and no losses. Yeah, like he didn't. Like it's not because of him. Like give up two um, to three runs a game. Yeah, like, and his scrub team, the Metropolitans, just couldn't couldn't do anything. Yeah, it's wild. Not his fault. And then I got a great debate. Well, it's not gonna be a debate if we have the same answer. Um, the Hall of Fame. It's about the Hall of Fame because the Hall of Fame ballot came out today. Uh, some first timers that are probably gonna get on. Some people that are gonna get off the card soon. Some that have been sitting there. No traction. So the question of the year is, should steroid users get into the Hall of Fame? I think so. I like. I think since it was kind of a theory of everyone used them, so like it's not like you could be uh, middle, like if you're a single A player and use steroids, you're not all of a sudden going to be an all-star, like you it's there's more two steroids and if everyone's using it it's a bit of an even playing field like that's a kind of a shitty a shitty take but like i think you almost have to like you almost have to put them in the hall of fame with an asterisk just like have a whole wall with a giant asterisk beside it and then have all the steroid users be like those are the steroid user asterisk hall of fame players so they get their own section in the hall of fame yeah but like just this giant gold asterisk 
It'll be so, great. So people like Manny Ramirez, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds. Yeah, like exactly. Like, could you imagine Barry Bonds not being in the Hall of Fame? Like, it's weird, right? Yeah, he like, should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so I don't know why steroids is such a big deal, like in that regard, because like everyone during that time period did it, and it yeah. was like without steroids, like it's a, it, a lot of his hand-eye coordination stuff too. Like Bonds wouldn't have just got jacked and automatically hit home runs, right? Yeah, exactly. Like so many people, the Jays prospect that did steroids. He was hitting like two thirty or two forty in the minors, like or I don't even know what he did. Every Maple Leaf who's ever been caught with steroids has been the worst players who barely cracked the ECHL roster. Yeah, doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything unless you have talent and it enhances your talent. Um, and then also Hall of Fame debate. So Kurt Schilling had a career that he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He had a good career, really good career, couple time world champion. But because of life after baseball and his politics stances, uh, he's been shunned from the ballot to, I, for making it into I the Hall of Fame. I think that's wrong. I, I think this is not a like life after baseball ballot. Like I don't. It's I not a it's personal not a ballot. Good guy, got good guy Hall of Fame. We would be in it if it was. Oh, well, if, maybe, if we were a good guy Hall you. of Fame. I don't know uh, who said it a while ago. I think I think this is actually Kurt Schilling. On, yeah, on, on um starting on, nine. No, on section ten. Section ten. He was like, they were saying there's literally like abusers and like molesters and stuff in the hall and like drug addicts in the Hall of Fame. And it's like if we're basing this off of like, like, I not think their the, baseball career, like we're basing it on who they were as a person, then like, all these guys would be kicked out. I think the problem is we expect kids to idolize people. And everyone's a piece of shit if you dig down deep enough. Enough, Like, everyone's done something wrong. No one's a saint, right? So then the argument's like, oh, you can't put Kurt Schilling in the Hall of Fame because he's not a good role model for kids. It's like, well, no one's a perfect role model. Don't let your kids idolize someone because he can throw a ball fast. Put him in the ball- Hall of Fame because he, th- he threw a ball better than almost everyone else did. Yeah. But don't put it like... But then we also get into the historic dinosaur system. Or why are these? Why are the? Why are those the people that get to vote for the Hall of Fame? Yeah, the writers. Why uh, the writers get to vote for everything? It's weird. I don't know why. Who determined the writers were the be all end all in sports? Writers know shit. Like, did you read what um whatever Jim Matheson said about the NHL? Like, writers know literally nothing. Like, no. we know more than writers do. Yeah. Yeah, like. But they should. It should be a, like a peer, like general manager, coach vote or something like like. They should have a better structured system than letting writers. Like I don't know what where they gave this insane credibility to writers. I know it's wild. Is that all your baseball? Yeah, not much debate it. there. Uh, I no, uh, no, no, not very much. I will quickly talk about the uh, how Calgarians voted no to the Olympics. At fifty six percent went no out of three hundred thousand votes. So the population of Regina. So the twenty twenty six Olympics will not be in Calgary. Uh, uh, it was. I think it's okay. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I, I'm not surprised because, uh, no one there wants to pay taxes or do anything because they're all. It would be a proposed five point one billion. Yeah, with an extra billion in. Well, uh, and that's backup money. There was an article on CBC and an article somewhere else that uh, other economists kind of went through their proposal and said like they are wrong by, like, at least half, if not more. Like, they figured that 
it'd be about 10 million or more. They Bill. just like billion. Yeah, billion. 10 billion or more things. So the the projection was not even yeah. half of what it would have been. Well, like the Well, they had existing facilities. Like they only wanted to build upgrading. New, two new facilities and upgrade some. Well, and then yeah, that's the thing too with the the Flames want a new hockey rink. The Oilers just got a new hockey rink, so Calgary thinks they are deter like they're what do you call it? like just need a new one. And then the Stampeders want a new uh football stadium. Mm-hmm. And the Olympic bid didn't build a new one for either of those two. Like they're going to build a five thousand seat hockey stadium just because they're mad at the flames. They were gonna build um a recreation center. They would yeah. like they would use for after like yeah. recreation. Which stuff. that's what they did in Vancouver and worked good. I think that makes sense. But like I just I, I'm not mad at all that they're not getting it. I think it's a lot of money and I don't think it's worth it for the city to pay for it. Especially because the feds didn't really want to put I've much never money been there, it. so I don't know. But what's the economic, like, what's the oil money? What's Huge like the the structure of Calgary? Like, when you go there, mm-hmm. like, do they need upgrades to their infrastructure and stuff? You should turn around and go. And the city, saddle, like, they're the saddle dome is really old, like, really old. Right. Not really. It's built for '88 Olympics, but like, it, it feels really old. I was in Rexall before it closed, and that felt a lot older than the saddle dome does. But it does still feel dated compared to, like, the Air Canada Center or the, um, whatever, uh, the Key Arena or the Key Center. But then it also, uh, not the Key Arena, but then, like, the whole city as a whole, like, they still have the, um, uh, Wind Sports is called. It's the Olympic Park. And, like, they've turned a lot of it. Like, it's, like, a six-pad sheet hockey ring apart. And they put office buildings there. That's where Hockey Canada is based out of. And, like, it still looks pretty good. And, like, I don't really think that was dated much. And then where the Stampeders play is obviously dated. It's one of the oldest stadiums in the CFL now. Yeah. But. What about um, transportation services? They have this, like, weird subway that's, like, an X. And then the middle is downtown. And the middle's free. So you can take the subway within downtown for free. But then it's an X. So if you're not on the X, you're kind of fucked over. And they're talking about adding to it. And they're like, nope, can't do that. Hmm. Highways stuff, maybe. Highways seemed good. I don't know. I was only, I've been there in the winter twice in the last year. But what my else? where yeah. I was was kind of a rich town. What about so. hospitality services? I, I, they're not, hosp- uh, the people there aren't very nice. So <laughs> not great. Hospitality. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Calgary, if you couldn't tell. I don't think it's a, it's not a, like, and then the 88, they had problems with, like, the climate anyways. Yeah. Um, so well, that's the I, thing, I mean, too. Like, it's not going to change this year, I don't think. They're planning to make, well, or 2026, if anything, it'll be worse. Or they're planning gonna, to yeah, make. Yeah, it's just going to be worse than 88. Like, it's going to yeah. be even worse now with the climate. They're planning to make three Olympic villages, too, because they'd have some events in Whistler, some events in um, Canmore, and some in yeah, Calgary. Cause they, yeah, because they would be flying. So, they're, like, they're building a lot. Like, it just, it would be it seemed really spread out and like the curling would be in Edmonton. Like it seemed, it seemed really weird. It's spread out and can't piecemeal together. That's the only way they could have made it work though. Cause they don't have like, yeah, like all the good ski hills would be over and like the half pipes and everything they would need, like would it be over in Whistler. So like, yeah. So like they would be shit out of luck if they try to do it. Whistler lost a lot of money in 2010. Like, I don't think giving them another Olympics would save that. No. Uh, and also the, how do you say it? Chinooks? Chinooks. Chinooks. 
Pat Reed loves Chinooks. Everyone in Calgary loves Chinooks. Talk like about every time everybody. I'm there, talk like if you're there and talk about the temperature once, I'm like, oh, the Chinooks. Yeah, and go about, every time. on about something. It's it's great. People in Calgary love that. They love oil. They love they love complaining about the Flames or the Stampeders, but not actually going to support them. Yeah. They love making fun of Saskatchewan, which the rest of Canada does too. Saskatchewan is it's sports probably, capital it's of Canada. Sports of capital the, of Canada. No, it's a lie. It's probably one of the goofiest provinces in this country. Sports capital of Canada. Goofiest. Talking, it's really goofy. Talking about Saskatchewan. They again, get have a really good circus there, I think. The circus there sucks. That's the it. other day, I was talking to my sister on Facebook comments, of all things. And she was talking about dogs. I was like, well, I saw Dylan the other day. It was pretty cool. She's like, who's Dylan? And I was like, oh, just a dog that walks by my bus stop. Yeah, I like Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. Yeah, shout out to Dylan. What kind of dog is Dylan again? I, I forget it. the name. It's like a scrunchy face. It was black. It was a shy dog. Well, um, well you look that up. I'm just going to talk... Speaking about Saskatchewan still, the National Lacrosse League, they're have uh, their CBA expired. So they're having a CBA dispute. So they canceled the preseason game like earlier on the week. And then this week they announced that the first two se- two weeks of the season are going to be canceled because of the CBA dispute. Which for a league that just announced expansion to Halifax and potential to New York City is ridiculous that they're like a lockout could ruin the NLL. NLL National like, Loser League. So it sucks because I can't go to the game when I'm home for Christmas. But what are you saying about Dylan? I was just saying National Loser League. But anyways, Dylan is a Sharpay. A Sharpay. So look that it? up. That's another way to say the marker or the girl from High School Musical. The girl from High School Musical. Sharpay. That wasn't her name. Like Ashley Tisdale's character. Yeah. I I couldn't tell you her name. It's been a while since I've seen High School Musical. Like, uh, that was about three weeks ago when I saw it. Yeah, That's you know. a joke. It was about 15 years ago. Okay, now I, now you're just lying. We watched it three weeks ago. <laughs> the other day, we were talking about Pixar movies. And I was like, oh, I really like that one. He's like, oh, it came out last year. So, yeah, I saw it on the plane here. It was like Cars 3. And Cars you know. 3. Cars 3 is a great movie. If you're into sports and, like, sports, like, in sports science and yeah, stuff, her name's you should watch Sharpe Cars Evans. 3. Her name's Sharp Evans. Yeah, so Nick's Movie Club's first movie is uh, Cars 3. Everyone go watch it. I quickly want to talk about CFL, too. The Grey Cup is set for next Sunday, the 25th, at 6 p.m. Eastern. Everyone should go watch it. It is the Ottawa Red Blocks, who are in their third Grey Cup, or no, fourth Grey Cup in their five years of existence. Third Grey Cup in five years of existence. And the Calgary Stampeders who are in the third straight Grey Cup, so hopefully they choke again. They've lost two in a row. Yeah, they lost two in a row. They choked to um, Toronto last year and Ottawa the year before. Then the year before that, it was um, I went to that game, that Grey Cup, and it was Edmonton, Ottawa, and Edmonton won. So, so I guess it's the Red Black Stars, three Grey Cup appearances in four years of existence, winning one. And Calgary's been... It's an old team. Lost two in a row. Yeah, they lost two in a row coming so into this. So would you say that the, basically all the CFL is is just two teams? Well, it's the best two quarterbacks, both Levi Mitchell and um, Trevor, Trevor Harris. So Saskatchewan's not been relevant in a while. We won the Great Cup in 2013. Yeah, but like... Great Cup in 2013. Five years ago. Final appearances in between that. Five years ago. They, it's, I they, don't know. They had a bit of a rebuild. But apparently Bo Levi's going down south next year. So if that happens, Calgary is not going to be the team they were, 
and the bunch of dominoes will fall. There's a lot of free agent uh, quarterbacks this year in the CFL. So next year could be a the very same different eight league. eight guys just on a merry-go-round uh, jump off at There's a new like team. There's like 12 people. Well, actually, the oh, one guys. free agent is Kevin Glenn, who's played for, who's been on the roster of every CFL team now. He's a and he's played for retire. like six. I think he will. I would be shocked if he didn't. Uh, he comes to, to Regina and coaches or something. So CFL Park Canadiana, everyone should go and watch that. What do you want to bring up next? Uh, I got WWE or NFL. Or I just want to say quickly, Draymond Grant, <laughs> Draymond Green versus Kevin Durant beef. Beef season. Yeah. So. You know what? You can tell they're not vegetarian because they have beef. Yeah. Little 303 reference for all y'all. All y'all? Y'all. Came from the farm? From yeah. That one. Yeah. They beefed. And then the coach, Steve Kerr, said, oh, now it actually feels like we're playing in the real NBA. It's like, the last few years, we just played in a dream world. It was just like a dream. Solid totally... chirp. What's that? He just said the league was like a cakewalk, easy, blah, 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 dream. And then this is like, they have like one conflict, and he's like, oh, shit, now we're playing basketball. It's a great chirp. But yeah, that's a... Uh, I wish they punched each other in the face in front of everybody. That would have been exciting. That would be great if there was just a fight in the NBA, like just all-out brawl, bench yeah. clearing. That would be cool. I like when they, who was it that went in the, was it Ron Artest, a.k.a. Metal World Peace, that went into the crowd to fight a fan before? I don't remember that. Rashid Wallace, maybe? David Wallace? David Wallace? David Wallace. David Wallace. He played basketball. Good guy. Good guy. Hopefully everyone knows where David Wallace came from. Uh. Yeah. I don't want nothing crazy about the NBA. Uh, well, sticking on basketball, we went to a We're basketball game this week. Basketball. We went to a basketball game this week. We joined almost 3,000 other people and saw a U Sports game at the Meridian Center. Put a big asterisk next to the 3,000. It was really empty there. It That's, felt empty. And the crowd took it was out a, like three sections. Well, the the in, uh the announced attendance was 3,000. It's a lie. It um it felt. It felt weird. It didn't feel feel like a university atmosphere. It was like old people and families, and it was weird. It was at the beginning. I was like, "Wow, this is actually a better, bit better quality basketball than you would expect," because they were draining so many shots. But it was like some momentum ridden that, like, yeah, they hit like five in a row, and then they missed like eighty six in a row. Yeah, like really easy ones too. There's a guy who was like seven foot one or two, tall guy, could not make a basket to save his life. This guy was massive. And then there's another guy, uh, Cassidy Ryan, for the Brock Badgers, who came from Division I NCAA. And he um, he came from Division I NCAA, and he could not make a basket in that game. So, Yeah, Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the guy in front of us kept standing up. <laughs> yeah. So, like... Every single basket that happened on the far end he of the court. He's a real Slim Shady. We couldn't see any of, any of it. We couldn't see. I just had to look at the big screen because he was just standing up directly in my line of view. He was hyped the every time. Game. He was like, ah. So, like, Weird. every single play, I couldn't see. Half the game, I was just like, ah, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it was. And then at halftime, there was a mascot dance-off, and the one mascot just didn't dance. 
Yeah, one mascot didn't dance, and the other one was just pulling out Fortnite moves. Yeah. Well, in the, so it was like the Meridian Center, so they had a section that was a visitor section, and about, what do you say, 100? Yeah. 100 Ryerson people. students came Yeah. in the visitor section, and they were as they loud were. as every Brock student. Like, their section was going at times. I was cheering for Ryerson, to be honest. Ah, oh, fuck Ryerson. But moving on to the NFL. NFL. Do, do, do. Have you ever seen someone's ankle, lower half of their leg, completely turn the wrong direction? Do you remember Kevin Ware? Nope. Do you remember Paul George? Nope. When you get a compound fracture in your leg and your bone clean splits and your bone breaks the skin, like your bone is going through your skin. That's what happened to Alex Smith. He broke his fibula and his tibia a fib and a tib fib and a tib probably screwed up a ton of ligaments and everything in his ankle and his lower leg and he did he didn't really freak out he just kind of rubbed his head a little he was like lying on the ground it's one of those things like not that i've ever been injured that bad but i feel like the adrenaline would have kind of got you like seeing your ankle the other way the adrenaline would get you i feel like you'd be so high on fumes you'd look at your leg and be like what is that what's going on yeah i am disappointed with google right now Oh, I can't believe that. Oh, that'd be so, oh. But his legs toast. He, if he he's thirty four years old, so he might not. He oh might my done. god! I just saw a picture. Holy shit! Of whose legs? Smith. Smiths. Yeah. Search Ooh. up Kevin Ware's leg and search up uh, Paul George's leg, and then you'll be really excited. Paul George. Injury. Yeah, go search those up. I just looked up Paul George ankle. Was it his ankle or his? not coming up it'll look up injury okay oh my god gay porn came up that's a callback from last week that's your history oh my god that's even worse look up kevin wears you can see it it's flying through the skin kevin where injury who jesus how do you do that in basketball like who i oh that's gross shin is just going through his leg it's out to the world. His bone is exposed. Yeah. Oh, my God. They can now use that bone to beat people with. Let's pull it out of his leg. Do you have any other NFL? Yeah. QB's running. What's your take on QB's running in the NFL? Depends the QB. Okay, so Lamar nice Jackson made his defense. debut for the Baltimore Ravens, and he ran 27 times for like 117 That's yards, like I think. high school shot. 27 times. Yeah. In my opinion, like, QB running to keep the uh, – defense honest makes sense and like get a couple yards but you don't want your like you don't want a quarterback hit 27 times and you don't want like if they're if you run 27 times they'll expect him to run so it kind of defeats the point he's gonna get killed though he'll he's yeah gonna get mowed down if he keeps like, that up he'll have a short career like his leg is gonna be torched yeah quickly uh one of the Bengals coaches said after he is that uh hugh jackson it might have been hugh jackson or it was marvin lewis the head coach, but I think it might have been Hugh. He's like, if Jackson keeps running like that, he's gonna get crushed. Like he's like, he can't sustain that. But like, also at the same time, this guy just made his first NFL start. Like he's, he's probably not planning on running twenty seven times a game. Well, it's most most quarterbacks when they start professional football do not like feel the pressure too much and can't get the deer in the headlights. So his he probably had that. His instinct was just to run, right? Yeah. So he's it's probably not gonna keep this up. Like, oh, when he gets more, more comfortable, comfortable yeah, exactly. 
stuff. I'm still he, the way his his game is though. I can see him running like ten to fifteen times a game. But like I feel like yeah. Cam Newton's the perfect example of where it works. Same with Russell yeah. Wilson. But RG three, when you try to be a running back quarterback, like those co- are quarterback first, bat, and then running backs. Yeah. But they're mostly quarterbacks. If you go running back first, or like even split, yeah, that's when you usually get killed. Exactly. And then we'll see more injuries, like the leg popping through the shin. Yeah, Jesus, disgusting. Um, so the Mexico City game for Monday night was canceled. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. So the game that will be tonight, but yesterday night, yesterday, yesterday night. If you're being all weird, why was it canceled? Uh, the field conditions were terrible, and apparently players were refusing to play on it because oh, they were really? just like completely like wet and disgusting and muddy and whatever. So like, if they played on it, they all would have got killed. Okay. So, but they are planning to make another game happen in Mexico City next year. Okay. Well, um, like we said, CFL's playing two games, so there might be competition. Yeah. No, there won't be. Um, so, we've been talking about it forever, but we still haven't done it yet. We're going to haven't done our pro line. We've, no. we, we've been talking about it, but we still haven't done it. We need to go do a pro line for next week. I'll do it on the we're, no. We'll do one on Thursday, the Thanksgiving games, and then we'll do one on do a couple on Sunday, and then we'll have this segment ready for next podcast. Yeah, because free money, free money, free money, and then we'll give our we can start talking about that more, start looking into more stats, and be more consistent with that. Make us some money. Make you some money. Do you money, have, money, 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 money. Do you have more uh, NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I do, Nick. Okay. I do. A couple more. One more, two more, something like that. So this year in the NFL has been kind of boring. A little snoozy snoozy. The, the Monday, year. or the sorry, the Sunday night game last night, I watched like half of it, and I was so bored. It was, it was a good matchup on paper, and it just kind of was boring. Yeah, well, um, I, like I watched two, I watched the CFL games before that, and those were kind of snooze fest. So I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, so we just gave up in the goal. AFC right now. The Ravens are five and five, and in the last playoff spot, the Bengals, Dolphins, Colts, and Titans are all five and five as well. So it can go anywhere from here with all those teams. That's like, every team's mediocre this year. It's five, weird. Five, five, yeah. And then the NFC, the Panthers and the Redskins are in playoff spots, six and four. The Seahawks and the Cowboys, oh five and five. God, the Leafs gave up a terrible goal. But go on. Boo, Leafs, boo. Packers, Falcons, Lions, Eagles are all four and six. Like they're between six and four and four and six, there is eight teams in the yeah. NFC. Wow, like it's just like a big chunk of m- m- like mediocrity. Yeah, and that's what that's what keeps ha- that's what ha- seems to be happening right now. Yeah, I don't think Washington's gonna make the playoffs. Panthers probably will, but like. I don't know. We need to see, start seeing some uh, some some Steves, breakouts. Yeah, uh, separate themselves from the pack. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, yeah, that's what I got for the NFL. I got WWE stuff oh, left. Okay. I just have want, some stuff. I'll do hockey first. So Ooh. Jim Matheson, I referenced this earlier, tweeted. I'm sure the Oilers have stiffed. Sorry, Jim Matheson tweeted this earlier. I'm sure the Oilers have sniffed around Nylander, but too, but would take Larson because Leafs need are on D. So right-handed shot on defense. Who who the fuck? He's a beat writer for the uh, Edmonton Journal. 
why the fuck does he think that every team just assumes Adam Larson's worth a top six, if not a top three forward? Like, I'm sure he's not kidding, right? I thought I, he was kidding. I don't think he is. He's, he's doing dumb things. Well, like, since he's from Edmonton, or he writes for Edmonton, he might just have a skewed view. It's wild that people, like and this Nylander thing, every trade that people are suggesting for Nylander sucks. It's worth him sitting a year over all these trades. Yeah, that's that's well, that's what they're going to get right now because the like everybody knows the status of it. Yeah, exactly. So like, why would they offer something? You, you shouldn't trade out a need. You should only trade when it's out of want. But I want my life, and I want to be treated like Adam Larson, just way above what I am. I know, no that, kidding. That, like, just like everyone just randomly thinks I'm amazing. And like you get like, like a limo to school every day, just cause. Yeah, just cause. Like, and. Th- th- I'll take it if that's uh, going to happen. I also want to say Leafs 14 and 6, first in the league as of yesterday or as of Sunday. Wagon, best team in the world. Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg brings that wagon. <laughs> tweet. Good tweet. So Leafs 14 and 6. Is this our year? No, it's Time not. Time will tell. So stop getting so excited about false hopes and dreams because it's not happening it's our year um it's not your year also it's not your you're gonna lose again you're gonna be boohoo throw a cup at the wall kind of you know it's gonna be one of those years again so don't get too excited so also i have a couple corrections to make or one uh last week when we were talking about the Ubergate with the ottawa sanders i said that i understand the driver he probably made a lot of money but yada 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 he didn't make a single dime he just posted the video on YouTube and then tweeted it to the Ottawa Citizen. He didn't make a single dollar on that. So he just went out of his way to be a douchebag. Because he thought they were a douchebag. He's like, they're rich and titled, so he just gave it for free. What a what an idiot. You could have made money. If you're at least going to be a douchebag, do it for exactly. money. So, so I'll correct that, that. And there's also this really interesting article on the Ottawa Citizen. Or Ottawa... Yeah, that's what it's called. About how um, suspected that the Ottawa Sanders paid to get a bunch of Chinese bots like Twitter bots to um, like attack the citizen. So they're talking about how like it's unfair and unjust but like these accounts were made like a couple days ago. They only tweet amongst themselves. They only they tweet basically the same thing. So like could you imagine running a professional sports team and having to pay for Twitter bots just to look good? Imagine being an intern and then someone comes up to you and be like listen we need you to manage five it was, random Twitter accounts. It was 15, but yeah. No, but like, maybe there's yeah. multiple interns. Yeah. Like, and then they're like, okay, I need you to manage five random And just tweet this accounts. newspaper about how it sucks. I I would embrace that role. This I isn't the really first time that. that Ottawa's had some sketchy Twitter things. It's a good call by them. And that's all I have for hockey. Oh, I also have uh, that kid fighting Gritty. Oh, that was great. If you haven't seen it, you should look it up. Uh, do you know how they have the little kids play hockey in the air missions uh the one kid went and dropped the gloves with gritty twice so then gritty picked him up and threw him in the penalty box first penalty ever in that game uh, gritty gritty the enforcer he was not taking not having any of it so gritty is so funny like they have such a sense of humor about it it's really good it worked out really well considering everyone hated him at first it's it's been quite good yeah it's good for them keep good it up them. keep it up keep it up guys keep it up so, I got some wrestling. Wrestling? You got any? Got anything else or no? No, I, it's all my notes. Cool. Last night was Survivor Series. 
which is Raw versus SmackDown, brand v. brand. Raw swept it up, brought out the brooms, 6 nothing, Big win. The match of the night was Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. It was really great. Really well. Is that executed. the one that was supposed to be um versus uh Lynch? Becky Lynch. But then she She got a concussion. concussion. If anybody follows wrestling, they would have seen it. If you don't follow wrestling, you should go watch it. It was kick ass. Becky Lynch came out after beating up Ronda Rousey, had the whole SmackDown women's roster attack the raw women's roster. And then Becky got hit with an inadvertent punch to the face. Broke her nose, gave her a concussion, and she's just pouring blood down her face. And with this, she comes back in the ring and beats up Rousey with a chair. And then walks away, leading the whole pack with just blood all over her face. She looks like a warrior. It's great. Um, but that was probably the match of the night by far. Ronda versus Charlotte. Charlotte ended up going heel at the end and beating her with a kendo stick. Cool move. Um, but yeah, women's wrestling's on the rise. It's that was that was the match of the night like that. That was good. There was also another really good match. These two ended so the Ronda Charlotte match, followed by the Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan match. Lesnar yes. can put on a show yes. when he wants to. Yes. Lesnar can put on a show when he wants to. He was he was really good last night. Daniel Bryan was also awesome. Uh, he's changed his role now. He's kind of a heel. He's kind of annoying little oh, really? critter. I'm surprised. Yeah, he's he not getting the, he's not getting the yes chance anymore. Like he's like he's being like a little little shit disturber. But he's um, it was a really good match last night. Daniel put Brian took Brock Lesnar to the, his limit, like kind of thing. Like he like Lesnar sold really hard for him, took some bumps, and he was, looked good. Good match, good couple ending matches there. Uh, do you? Do, I don't know if you ever seen it because I have, I have wrestling on every week. Do you remember the time when Enzo Amore? Do you know who that guy is? No. He has like puffy little blonde hair. He's, Tattoos no, all over him. He, he was he would always talk a lot. He was with that big tall guy with long hair. Big oh, cast. the one that was fired. Yeah, the one that was. Yeah, fired. Yeah, yeah. I saw that on um Reddit about how yeah we'll go on. So Enzo, he was like a he's a terrible wrestler. He was just good in front of a microphone. He would he'd be like bada like bing. this podcast. Yeah. 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 Bada bing, bada boom. Realest guys in the room. How you doing? That was like his kind of shtick. Yeah. He would do that kind of stuff. So he was good uh, behind the microphone, but he, he got fired for sexually assaulting, uh, supposedly sexually assaulting someone. Uh, last night, he shows up at the event. Like just as a fan? As a fan. In the crowd, like pretty obvious fucking seats with his hoodie up. And then uh, what he does, he, so he starts like making like, a, he gets, he stands up on the chair and starts like chanting, like getting everyone to sing his like, or like chant his entrance and stuff yeah. and what he said and then this girl security guard do you, do you remember when we watched Wrestlemania and Gronk came out yeah was yeah. that was that last year no that was two years ago okay so, then no okay so Gronk came out and he hopped over the barrier and like yeah. this was obviously planned this girl security guard had no idea she right. came over and like tried to like tackle Gronk oh really yeah I was like let's relax but she was the one and she grabs him off yeah. the chair. Same security guard? Oh, yeah. That's great. And she just grabs him and flies him off. Like, she bodies him. <laughs> like she, She's an animal. She's a tank. Killing it. She she just grabbed the guy and, like, like, like he was like a rag doll and just like threw him off the chair and pulled him down and dragged him out. 
but he got kicked out of the event. So imagine making a fool of yourself, getting kicked out, fired from the company, and showing up your old job. What a loser move by him. You've never done that? No, I, I, I thought about it, but a loser move. Yeah, loser. loser move. Yeah. Especially, like, when you get fired from somewhere so public. Like, No, yeah, he, he just looks like an idiot. Like, he just looks like a... Like, his career's down the toilet now even more. He just Do you know what he was doing in the meantime? He's flushing. He's probably doing indie promotions, I would think. Yeah, you'd think. Uh, speaking of indie, NXT TakeOver's kind of becoming, like, the WWE's indie scene. They have some insane talent right there. If you're not, like, a microphone kind of talking, kind of wrestling-watching kind of guy, and you just love action and sick moves, every Wednesday, NXT's on. They have events every so often, TakeOver and NXT TakeOver. Some of the craziest talents there right now. Ricochet, Velveteen Dream, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, Pete Dunne, Aleister Black. Crazy. They got, they're got they crazy. They're crazy to watch. Ricochet jumped off of a... He did a double moonsault off of the top cage in the War Games, the wow. last event. So, wow. like... A double backflip. Wow. Onto the, the crowd of people. Crazy, crazy stuff. And also, we're going to a wrestling event. It's called Smash Wrestling. It's at Brock. And then the Isaacs. event title is Brock Gets Smashed. Watch, like I said, normal night at Isaacs. Yeah, apparently. So, we're going to that uh, event next Friday. It, you know, it seems fun, right? Like, oh yeah, I would go anyways. But... I apparently have a twenty five percent assignment to do with it, so that's not very nice. But we'll, uh, you know, we'll just we'll go. A couple beers, a couple yelling at wrestlers. I feel like we should yell at them. Yeah. Let's yell at them. Is that all you have? All I have left in my heart. Yeah. So, as always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Boom. Do you want to talk about your charity? Yeah. Uh, eighty dollars $80 away now, I believe. Eighty dollars away from um the donation goal, which was five hundred dollars. Again, shout out, thank you to everyone who's donated. Eighty dollars left. Anything you can donate, we'll get there. Cut in close. Eighty bucks. Then we'll have five hundred dollars to buy toys, uh, blankets, paper towel, any other like small things they might need. But it will be cool. It will be cool. So I'm going to post a bunch of pictures. Dogs and cats with their brand new toys for Christmas. They call me the Animal Santa Claus. Where can you find this? You can find this on my Facebook or my Twitter. Um, it's called Toys for Good Boys. Shout out Ryan Conrad. Great guy. Um, yeah. Go check her out. Thanks for listening. See you guys Woo! next week.